0: Good morning and welcome back to the Bookie Bet Show. Um, this week there's there's quite a lot to preview. We've got Super Rugby Australia, Super Rugby New Zealand. We've got Six Nations. We've got English Premiership. Uh, lots of other sports on the go. There was Europa and Champions League midweek. Uh, there was the preparation series where the Sharks um, just couldn't finish in at the end there against the Cheetahs. But, you know, Sean Everett will be very happy with that, with that uh, bench that came on. A lot of youngsters and he seems to be building quite a good squad for the Rainbow Cup so watch out to them uh, they definitely could be worth a punt uh, with that nice uh, nice squad and um lots of springboks there and then we also have the players the players championship Sergio Garcia shot 65 last night uh, seven under leading by three and um, Bryson Deschamba three under some of the southers Christopher Zadenot finished two under he was going pretty well so yeah lots to look at a uh, bit of horse racing also and um yeah, we'll we'll do a, we'll do one or two more podcasts, but let's just start off with the Super Rugby Australia. This starts this morning, uh, and we've got Super Rugby New Zealand. But the first game we've got the Force versus the. The, the rebels now the rebels are uh, they've they've lost their first two games in a row and Dave Vessels will be a little bit concerned him and his coaching staff that they haven't managed to pull a W and and get one over the line um, they've they've been very close they've played they played the the Reds in the first week and they well second week and they played uh, the Brumbies last weekend both going down by less than by less than four points uh, and pretty much on the hooter and. Yeah, the Force managed to finally get their first win in Super Rugby uh, since it's come back. They managed to uh, beat the, the bottom of the log, the Waratahs, away from home. And yeah, we, we, we kind of, we've called this one from the beginning, the Waratahs, terrible squad. Um, they've lost a few of their big players, Beal and Hooper especially. And Rob Penny, I don't know who he calls on, you know. There's, there's, there's not a lot of talent there at the moment. Um, I mean, there is talent, but he's he's lacking a bit of leadership, and there's not uh, and a bit of big game players. And you know, the Rebels arrived. They they've they've been very good in their first two games. You know, you know, don't don't look at those at those losses. They they've those are the two best teams that they've played, and they pretty much have been an inch from beating them. So, yeah, you know, the standout for me in the Rebels team and the forwards was Trevor Hosea. He's been a great source of front forward ball. And uh, their big number three, uh Famasuli. And then Jakubus Ulof, the South African. Jeez, last weekend, he was huge for them. He, I mean, he, I think he ran for 87 meters uh, gained as a prop. So yeah, Ross Haylett-Petty joins us there. So they've got a big, tight five, some decent loose forwards. And it's their back line where they've got Paul Tumur, who's just the model of consistency at 10. Rhys Hodge at 12 with his big boots and calming influence. And then Corabette at 11. And then if you look at the fourth team, they're led by Stunder. You know, Thomas Kubili at nine, they've got Richard Kahui at 12 and Kurandjani at 13. Yeah, a decent pack, but uh yeah, you know, looking at the spreads, the force are plus two and a half on the nine to ten line, the rebels are minus two and a half. Now I believe that the the rebels are gonna be are gonna be too good. Um, you know, as we said, the force did win their first game, but the rebels are definitely due gay on their last two games. You know, on the outright, you can get 0.72, which I think is a is a great bet. We've put them in a lot of our bets uh, from midweek where we had some preparation games into these games. So yeah, head to head, you know, you've got Stunder from the force, he's the captain. Um, he, he's been very good for them and he'll wanna lead his charges from the front again. But I'll pick up the, the matchups this week. We're gonna look at the number nines, uh, the, the short men. But uh, yeah, they, they've got the Argentine, Kubeli finds himself up against old Wallaby hopeful Joe Powell who came from the Brumbies last season. Um, you know, both had a great, both had good games last weekend. And a lot will be, you know, a lot will depend on their forwards this weekend to see how well they go. It's gonna be a real big slog up front. You know, the force don't give any inches away, but uh, the Rebels, as we said, have got quite a decent pack. So this is gonna be a great, a great contest. Um, you know we expect the force to run them close, but I think this is going to be rebels. The rebels' week, Dave vessels. He must be screaming for a win, um, and yeah, we think they will cover the nine to ten line, and they are 0.72, as I um, alluded to earlier on the outright. We like both these lines, so have a dip on it if you if you if you um, if you like it with us, and uh, yeah, we, we expect that to be a good a good way to start the weekend at 11.45 today. So then, yeah, let's move on to the Brumbies Reds. Um, we've got a huge matchup here um, on Saturday at GIO Stadium. It's the, the, the you know, the, the rematch of the grand final last week where the, where the Brumbies managed to hold off a spirited Reds team uh, right at their there, 27-23. And, yeah, like, you know, both these teams are unbeaten um, and both coaches will want to hold onto these proud records, uh, much like two heavyweight boxers. We expect both these teams to go toe to toe. And yeah, there could well be 12 rounds in this game. So whoever flinches first or ever inflicts the most blows is, is gonna be the, um, the winner or the loser here. But yeah, there's so many great matchups over the park. And below we're just gonna highlight a few for you. Um, you know, before we get into that, though the Brumbies on the spreads are minus two and a half, reds plus two and a half on the 9-10 line and um yeah the the reds you can get a, a little bit of 12 to 10 on the out route now they were f- plus four and a half earlier in the week but a lot of money has come for them so this has changed a bit um a couple on the heads ahead we've got o'connor versus uh Sio. you know it's the wallaby incumbent versus the young hopeful up in the engine room we've got uh, scott Sio versus uh, the tongan thor now this could be a long evening for Sia if, if Tania Tupa gets the better of him. Uh, a great matchup actually there in the, in the hooker. Alex Murphy versus Falao Fainga. Both a great source of tries for their teams. You know, last year Fainga scored uh, a fair amount of tries. And, you know, watch the odds on him scoring a try. You usually get about 5, five six to 1. Um, and then, yeah, as we said, Salakaloto is back for the Reds. Um, you know, the, the pack for the Reds is pretty decent. They've lost Liam Wright, but they're still, you know, Anchor Scott Young comes in. And uh in the it's gonna be a great matchup actually between Harry Wilson and Pete Salmu, both wallabies. Uh and both wanting to stake a claim for the number eight jersey this year. Um now the the other other interesting um lineups you know we, we spoke about our jewels we spoke about james o'connor versus nick uh, versus um La Sia, but we've also got tate mcdermott versus nick white nick white was brilliant uh, last weekend and um tate mcdermott has started a little bit slow but you know we know he's got quality and uh also in the centers there we've got jordan bataille and hunter basami up against uh um simoni and len akitu now that's those are those are a some great center pairings there but you know both center pairings are very young i would have to go with pasami and pataya at the moment um but watch out that's going to be an absolute cracker now as we said the spreads are two and a half for the reds uh, and you probably get 11 to 10 on the outright but the reds record in canberra is a little bit dire uh, and they have not won there since 2014 so very be very mindful of this um you know, the Rebels have given the Reds a great blueprint to follow and from last weekend and yeah, we expect this one to go down to the wire, probably come within three points. Um, their last uh, three matches in Canberra, the Reds have finished within five points, uh, although the victories have gone to um, the Brumbies, but yeah, the Reds managed to get one over them last year at home and they've got, you know, Salakar Lotto is a big one for them in, in, in the pack and... This could be the game where the Reds finally turn the tables on their big rivals. So yeah, um, we're going to follow, you know, the, the, the line has come down from four and a half to two and a half, and we're going to follow the rest of the the rest of, the, rest of the, the guys here and the punters uh, in the know. Um, so yeah, on the Australian rugby plays, you know, we like Rebels seven to 10 into Reds plus two and a half. Uh, that's going to give you 22 to 10. So if you're putting a hundred round down, you'd get a 220 Rand profit. Putting a thousand rand down, you get a two thousand two hundred rand profit. So, yeah, we're gonna then uh, move on to our our next um, our next uh, preview, where we go to Super Rugby Aotura. It's the it's the we're gonna we gonna look at the the, the the champions, the Crusaders versus the Chiefs. We then turn our attention to the Super Rugby New Zealand, um, where we have the Crusaders who are lining up against the visiting Chiefs. Now the Chiefs got blown off the park last weekend. Uh, the Highlanders were huge value there, at um, you know, at Hamilton. Uh, a second half blitz by Jonah Nareki, and you know the game was over. At one stage it was 21-6 to the Chiefs. The Highlanders were a man down and they were on their camped on their five-meter line and. An opportunist inter- uh, well, charge down led to a try, and the game pretty much got turned on its head from there. Now, the Chiefs are winless in 10. This is the 11th game where they're trying to go for a W, and it doesn't get any easier than taking on four-time reigning champions, the Crusaders. Um, you know, this is a dynasty team, and... Scott Robertson has got his charges nicely tuned up this season. Uh, they were brilliant last weekend, and they blew the opposition away again and and the weekend before they also were, were very good so yeah they they arrive well they they come saturday they 're full of confidence and they 've made a few changes themselves. I think the most notable change is Havili at uh, second five eight number twelve. And Will Jordan comes into the starting team now. They also drop Bryn Hall for Monty Monty Drummond. Um, now, that is a serious, serious backline. They've got a great forward pack. They re- rely on their scrum. You see how many scrum penalties they've managed to achieve in the first two games. They use it as a weapon when they're under a bit of pressure. And the Chiefs, they kind of, their scrum capitulated a, a little bit against the, the Highlanders last weekend. Now, they've, they've named a few changes as well. Um, They've they, they welcome back Aiden Ross in the props and uh, they they've included Quinn Tupaea at centre dropping dropping at Anton leonard Brown and uh, Chase Tia the old Hurricane he comes into the starting team as well and they've also got uh, Angus Tava um, he'll be starting um, he's in he's an All Black and and plays for Auckland normally in the in the NPC and yeah they'll they'll be desperate huh? I mean the eleven eleven losses in a row. Um, this 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 is upon them if they lose to the Crusaders on the weekend. I see Mitchell Brown's also starting at six. And, yeah, it, it doesn't get any easier, you know. The Chiefs are a proud franchise. And um, one omission a, a that we must mention is Lachlan Bosch here. Last year, you know, he probably should have been an All Black and he was the Chiefs' best player by far. Probably one of the top three players in the Super Rugby last year. But Mitchell Brown takes his place. Um, and yeah they 've got a lot to do uh, Bryn Gatlin gets another chance at ten um he 'll need to be at his very best because he comes up against the world 's best in Richie Moanga. so yeah, currently, the spreads are Crusaders minus sixteen and a half on the nine to ten line, and the Chiefs are plus sixteen and a half now the form lines Crusaders have won their last five games in a row they 've won their first two they sit pretty on the top of the log the chiefs they 've lost their last five well last ten, and they sit bottom so Yeah, as we said, the Chiefs could go down 11 times in a row this weekend if they lose here. We think there's a high possibility that this will happen. And it's going to be one of those games where the Chiefs need to concentrate on keeping the score down. Now, our head-to-head this week sees Brad Weber, the co-captain, taking on Mitchell Drummond at halfback. Uh, Brad Weber didn't have his best game last weekend, got bumped off quite nicely by Nareki. And, um, you know, Mitchell Drummond gets a chance to stake his claim at 9 there. He comes off the bench a lot for them but he he gets a chance this weekend from the from the beginning and you know another one to watch out for the chiefs is definitely going to be sam kane he takes on the youngster tom christie but you know sam kane all needs a lead from the front he's definitely got fond memories of these title winning teams from the chiefs and he probably hasn't experienced anything like this in his illustrious career you know this is a serious losing streak and you know he'll they'll they'll need to look to him more now than ever before. So yeah, you know, we think the crusaders will win this. Um, they'll keep their 100 percent record intact. The spread has moved. Uh, it was 13 and a half, it's now 16 and a half. Apparently, there is wind predicted. Um, it will be a it will be a slog. Um, but if we were to choose a team, we definitely think it would be the crusaders. I don't think we can back the Chiefs based on form. Um, but yeah. Tough game, a game that we'd probably stay away from, to be totally honest. So, yeah, um, have a look at it. We then have the, the Blues versus the Highlanders. Um, you know, the Highlanders were the star of the show in last week's games. Uh, you know, the, the great comeback. 2011 down, halftime. Uh, ended up winning that game ha- uh, pretty handsomely. Uh, you know, Jonah Arekia, a player we've mentioned before. Uh, he's been bubbling under for some time now and <clears throat> he scored an amazing hat trick. But you know the Highlanders they totally blew the Chiefs away in the second half and they take big confidence going into their game at Eden Park this weekend, no doubt. You know, but they do come up against one of the one of the one of the teams that we fancy for winning the title. We think it's between two teams this year. It's definitely Auckland trying to um, take on the big boys crusaders and yeah the blues team they'll be licking their lips for a hit out um, they were good in the first game against the hurricanes where they beat them away from home um, and you just got to look to their strengths and their strengths is definitely that eight that top eight you know i mean that the pack um, you know, it's laden with All Blacks, and you know, especially up front in that tight five, where they've got four All Black props to choose from in their squad, and then they've got two Palutu, who, who is the captain and All Black as well. So, yeah, we definitely think the All Bla- the Blues have got the best pack in the competition. If you add the dynamic loose trio, um, you know, you've got Dalton, Papihi, Akira Oni, um, Hoskins at two-two, then you've got. Uh, uh, yeah, Barbosa, Tom Robinson to come off the bench and then you got Dylan Hunt and Black Gibson still to choose to call on uh, in the squad so yeah huge huge talent in that pack um, if there is an Achilles heel for the Blues it's definitely their 9, 10, 12 axes um, they definitely lack players of international class yeah and i see ruru has got the nod over sam knock this weekend they've got a terry black who plays his 50th game for the franchise who is pretty decent but you know harry plummer at 12 is a big concern for us he's a he's, he's a pretty decent npc player but he's not going to set the world the lot in super rugby and you know this is definitely a, a channel that the highlanders should look to target with Tompkinson and maybe some of their big loose forwards like frazel uh, and Lenci's um running running off of Ioni. Um so yeah, they'll target him. You know, out wide they've got Caleb Clark, Rika Ioni, and Telea. Brilliant, brilliant players, class all over. And then they've got Perifetta at 15 who's finding his feet again after a long injury layoff. So yeah, the blues, you know, they'll be they'll be solid. The the spreads are Highlanders plus eight and a half, blues minus eight and a half. This is pretty handsome for the Highlanders. You know they're gonna score tries. Um and They'll be in it. Last year's game was very, very close um, at Eden Park. And, you know, one area of interest is definitely the tight five and the head-to-heads. You know, the Blues have some serious beef up front. You know, they'll probably start with Tunga or James Lay and um, Nepalala, Carl Tufanaki. Um, and, yeah, the Crusader Scrum destroyed the Highlanders. The Blues would have taken notice of this and they'll use this as a weapon. Um, you know, at flank... Uh, Another big matchup. we've got Shannon Frizzell, who's an all-black versus the incumbent, Akiri Ione, for, not, for the number six berth. Um, you know, both players will want to give a good account of themselves. I'm sure uh, the head coach, uh, Fos Fozzi will be, will be watching this game with, with much interest. And then there's a, our favourite jewel of the night's up is definitely going to be the Caleb Clark versus the Jonah Nareki on the left wing. Uh, I know they won't play directly against each other, but let's see how they go. Uh, last year, Clark was unplayable for the Blues uh, and the Men in Black. Um, Nareki, he's definitely announced himself on the Super Rugby stage, and it'll be inter- interesting to see if he can match two big games in a row. Uh, young Clark's definitely taken notice of this. Uh, everything that he touched last year turned to gold. So you know he's got he's got this young Nareki. Uh, he'll be uh, you know right on his heels. So he'll they'll both want to have massive games. Um, as we said, the spreads definitely favor the, um, the Highlanders, plus eight and a half. And, yeah, you know, the nine to ten line, it's, it's very, it's 0.35. So, I, you know, I would prefer to go for a little bit of blues minus like four and a half, five and a half, which would give you five, six to ten. Uh, I think eight and a half is a little bit too much. So I'll be fancying the Highlanders on that nine to ten line. Um, and... Yeah, we think a Crusader's minus 16.5 into Highland is plus an 8.5. That's going to give you 26 to 10, which is a 100 Rand to bring back 260 profit. Or if you want to go a bit bigger, it's 1,000 versus 2,600. But yeah, we just wanted to look at some value bets and um, play around a bit. And we, we quite like those alternative winning lines. Now, you can get... If you say for example the rebels are going to beat the force but the margin is going to be between 1 and 12. you can get 14 to 10 on that so we did a little accumulator for you guys and i'm just going to run you through it we've got the rebels 1 to 12. Um, we said the crusaders will win between 11 to 20 points um we then said that the reds are going to win between 1 and 12 points and then we said the uh, blues would win between 1 and 10 points now, this gives you some crazy odds, so wait for it. It's 67.8121. So if you put 100 Rand down, you've got potential of getting 6,781 Rand back, pure profit. So, yeah, take a look at those. It's a nice little thing to play around with. Even 50 Rand, 20 Rand, for example, is gonna give you 1,300 Rand return. So, yeah, have a little have a little dip on that. We, we definitely like that. Maybe change it around wherever you like, but, those alternative margins are quite nice, especially you can do doubles for 5 to 1. You know, treble is going to give you 15 to what, 23 to 1 sometimes. So, yeah, um, take a look at it. Uh, most markets, most sites will have it, and it's definitely worth having a dip on. But, yeah, enjoy the, <coughs> the game today. Uh, we start um, with the games, the Super Rugby New Zealand tomorrow, and the Reds and the, um, the Brummies will finish off, and then Sunday we've got the Blues and the Highlanders. But yeah, we'll be doing another podcast this afternoon where we take a look at the Six Nations, and we look at a bit of the, of the English Premiership rugby, where our record's been pretty good. We we're sitting on twenty-three out of, or twenty-four out of thirty games on the nine to ten lines with W. So yeah, listen out for that. We'll put it on Twitter and have a great Friday there, folks.